Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, so you know that we love to talk about a cult. And this is kind of a gross cult. But uh, this is involving the Nexium cult. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. And it also is a story that involves Amanda Knox. So why don't you, Bradley, reacquaint us with uh, both of those parties? Okay, well, um, let's talk about Nexium because that's what I really um, want you to think about. So if you haven't paid attention at all to the unraveling of this cult called Nexium, by the way, there are so many wonderful things. Now, Holly, you have been watching, uh, and I forget what streaming service it's, it's on. on Netflix? HBO Max. And the name of that particular uh, documentary is... The Vow. The Vow. Now, that's currently airing on HBO Max. There is also a podcast, which if you just kind of want to get... I think it's actually going to cover a lot of the same material as the show that's on HBO Max from what I've read and from what you've told me. But there's a... Uh, season one of this podcast from the CBC called Uncover is deals with Nexium. It's called Escaping Nexium, and Nexium, by the way, is spelled weirdly N X I V M. So if you're like, what? It's not like the drug Nexium, right? right? Um, you can search for it wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll tell you just how crazily terrifying this Nexium cult is. Um, we talked about it on this show because there was some celebrity overlap with the Nexium cult. Um, Allison Mack was connected to and actually is still dealing with this and will probably face some prison time if she's found guilty um, of working with uh, you know the leader of the cult, Keith Rainier. This story's kind of been out there and it's been developing. There's some legal developments that we'll talk about in a moment. But I saw this headline that said Amanda Knox signs a petition supporting Keith Rainier and the members of Nexium. Um and I was like, Amanda Knox, wait a minute. Amanda Knox, isn't she isn't she that one who um was like in Italy and was accused of murder? Of murdering her roommates. Right. Yeah. And then it was like she did and she didn't and then she did and then she didn't and now she's free, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just it was a crazy story that, you know, sort of blew up headlines and tabloids for months if not years so but i was like wait a minute she's not connected to nexium right well is she no she's not but she added her name recently to this petition created by some nexium members which they say is part of a strategy to free um keith rainier and the petition uh, apparently it was left with the U.S. Attorney's Office in Brooklyn on Friday, a copy of which People Magazine, who published the story, looked at. And in it, um, it talks about corrupt practices on the part of the federal government against uh, Keith Rainier, accuses them of horrible transgression. It calls prosecutors 
to affirm basic principles of good conduct, blah, blah, blah. It's basically coming after the prosecution. And Amanda Knox signed her name to it. Did she explain why? Well, it's interesting. I mean, not that it will, I don't know that it would, but did she? In uh, an email, apparently, she told People Magazine that reports that I'm a supporter of Mr. Rainier or that I'm involved in his case are not true and are nothing more than irresponsible media distortions made to garner clicks, right? So you're like, okay, well, she didn't do anything. Yeah, then she didn't sign it. So what's the real story? And she goes on to say, I have no opinion as to the guilt or innocence of Mr. Rainier um, and that she did not follow his case as it was being tried. Okay, Okay, again. So, However... Quote, I was contacted by some former members of Nexium who claimed that Mr. Rainier had been wrongfully convicted, and they asked me to sign a petition asking prosecutors in the case to affirm some principles of prosecutorial conduct that any prosecutor should be able to affirm, such as not engaging in perjury, blah, blah, blah. I was aware that this position was an unorthodox move. Regardless, I signed it because violating these, print, these practices would constitute prosecutorial misconduct. So she says, like, on the one hand, I don't know anything. Yeah. But these people asked me to sign this, and I was like, okay, I'll sign it. But I don't know anything. And basically, if if this stuff actually happened, meaning if there was some sort of, like, tampering with evidence, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, then, then it would be worthy of review yeah but, but she i doesn't, don't know what's i don't quote, know anything. i don't know anything so why would you attach your name knowing that you are oh. a public figure attached to a very fraught um you know story about the justice system maybe not so much in this country but do you know what i'm saying like it just seems yeah. weird that why would you get in the middle of something that you want no part of and you know nothing about well and what's really interesting is when she says i was contacted by members of the nexium cult did she actually say cult? No. Well, when she says members she was of Nexium. Mem- members of Nexium, like they knew exactly what they were doing. Oh, of course, right? using her celebrity. Exactly. And and using her personal experience with the legal system to try to leverage that in order to get her name on a petition. Ugh. That's gross. So it is really gross and weird. And like Amanda Knox, maybe just chill out for a while. I mean, you know, you're a free person. You can say whatever you want and support whatever you want. But like if you don't understand something why would you and trust me listen to this podcast watch uh watch the vow you will understand just how dangerous this cult really was for a number of reasons um part of which are you know sexual assault in nature Mm. holly um what are your thoughts on the actual the docuseries like is it is it well done yeah it's well done it's a little long, I would say. I thought it was going to be over after six episodes, but we're going into episode seven this Sunday. But it's one of the it's important in the fact in the, in a similar way to another docuseries that we talked about a lot on this show, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, mm-hmm. in as much as it tells the story about how sex trafficking really happens and it, the subtle ways that people get themselves ensnared and wrapped into these kinds of organizations and that it's not as sensational as some people would like you to think it would be. And so listening to victim testimonials, it's really important mm-hmm. to listen to that. And one of one of the other m- more fascinating elements of this particular story is that they had this very, very rich 
heir, one of the Seagram's heirs, uh, Claire Bronfman, sort of like footing the bill for all of because once things sort of went to crap, mm-hmm. they had they. They are only able to exist because of Claire Bronfman's money to large to uh, an, a large extent. Yeah. And so she was just sentenced in connection with uh, the crimes uh, alleged against uh, this cult to 81 months yeah. in prison. And the prosecutors well, in the that final conviction was much more than the recommended sentencing. So they really through the book at Claire Bronfman for this. And you'll find when you watch The Vow or, you know, Nexium has a similar tactic as another cult that we've talked about on here, Scientology. They they use the legal system. They use litigation mm-hmm. they, to in order to intimidate, in order to silence. Uh, and in Claire Bronfman, they found the person who would foot the bill for all that well, stuff. And the, and the other thing about the Nexium cult that is similar to Scientology is it's it sort of ropes people in with a personal development type angle. Yeah, it was very much. Um, and I think too, again, going back to your streaming documentary, The Vow, and this podcast, it focuses. A lot on this uh, one particular woman who was an actress and she, you know, pursued Nexium because it was sort of this personal professional development network. And a lot of people fell for it as like something that's going to help them in their career. Um, and then all of a sudden they found themselves being branded on a table with this like weird laser pen. On their private and that's areas. Absolutely true. Oh, yeah. Because that yeah. was, a I move. mean, according to the victims themselves. Yeah. yeah. That was a move of um, Keith Rainier that he would uh, brand them with his initials. Um, I yeah, I gotta. I'm that has been on my list to watch the vow. So uh, that was a nice little push, Holly, because you're right. I think that these are stories that need to be heard. Um, Very similar to that Jeffrey Epstein documentary. Um, Very interesting. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, just when I'd gotten calm. I'm feeling the rage bubble up again because it's cheat day. Well, we can we can ameliorate your rage with some cheating. Yay! We're going to eat after this on My Talk 1071. It's Friday, you guys. You know what that means on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer. Uh, it means that it is cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day. Taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Mm. We're going to do it, kids. What are we sticking in our mouth? What would you do for a Klondike bar? I haven't had a Klondike bar probably for 20 years. Do you know what I realized when you put this in front of me? What? I don't know if I've ever had a Klondike bar. What? I know. God, you are so weird sometimes. What? I know. How could you never have had a Klondike bar? After? I just don't think I ever did. What I mean, I'm looking at this and I don't recognize well, it. Well, first of all, it's a little different than the normal Klondike bar because there's a hole in it. So we should tell you that um, today we're trying the Klondike bar donut series, wherein the uh, Klondike bar is alleged to taste like a donut. In this case... A Boston cream donut. Mm. And um, so as to make it seem more donut-y, they cut a hole in it, which seems really rude. Because like they, a normal Klondike bar does not have a hole in it, which means they took ice cream away from they us. They cheated you out of the middle part of the ice cream. Exactly. But 
I digress. This, again, is a Boston Cream Donut Klondike Boer. <sighs> and Colleen, obviously, um, we wish we could do this under better circumstances. Yeah, so we had six. <laughs> Were you planning on eating? I don't know. I Several. We'll see how this goes. We had six, which then would have worked out to two apiece if we were in the mood and had some feelings we needed to eat. It's been a weird six months. Um, but somebody in the office building decided to help themselves to our food. Yeah. So now we're down to five. Now we're down to now five. We're down and to now two. we have to fight. Yeah. Over who gets the last we two. We really don't need to fight. We're not going to fight. But we do get to try it out. So do you want to tell people what it looks like? Well, it looks like, I mean, okay, so I don't know if it looks like a regular Klondike bar because I'm realizing I've never had one, but it kind of looks like a square dilly bar with some drizzle on it. Yeah, the drizzle, I'm assuming, is because of the Boston cream. The Boston cream. Is there, like, going to be a wafer experience in here? There's no wafer. I can't believe you've never had a Klondike bar. It's ice cream covered in chocolate. That's all it um, is. And the best way to eat that is to eat the chocolate off first, and then you eat the ice cream. I'm going to take a bite. Okay. Huh? Now, remember, it alleges to taste like a Boston cream donut. Mm-hmm. It delivers. Tell me what you tasted. It tastes like, well, you get the chocolate. It's the ice cream that has... I don't know. I knew it was going to be a Boston cream donut, but I think I was still expecting something mm. a little more vanilla-y in the middle, but it's real creamy. That is so good. It's really good, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Holly, have you gotten into it? Yeah. Your thoughts? That's good, but... Got a good mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. I don't taste like the donut aspect of it. It just tastes yeah. like a Klondike bar. It's vaguely donut-y. Mm-hmm. That drizzle has a flavor. Mm. Right? I will say, I remember Klondike bars, and I thought they were fatter. I also remember the chocolate being thicker. Mm. So I don't know if it's just the donut one, or they've skimped on the So is a Klondike bar really just basically like a square dilly? Yeah, it's just ice cream and chocolate. Okay. And you can just get it in your regular freezer section. Yeah. I mean, surely you've seen Klondike bars before. I don't know that I have. I mean, I know that they exist in the world. I just have never... They've been around for... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
almost 100 years. I know, but not in my freezer. Mm. I don't know. I would eat this again. Yeah. I, my favorite thing in the whole wide world used to be Heath Bar Klondike Bars. I don't even know if they still make those. Mm. But that would be right Heath, up my alley. Heath pieces and the chocolate. Okay, we're way into our, ch- our ice cream. The other problem well, it's is... it's melting. We have to eat it. That's the thing is we don't want it to melt before our very eyes. I, the drizzle is where you're getting like the extra... That's what tastes like the Boston cream, like the mm. cream in the middle of the Boston cream donut mm. is that drizzle on the outside. Mm. It's all over my lips. They still have Heath Klondike bars. I was just going to mm. look for that. What other flavors do they have? They have Reese's, dark chocolate, mint chocolate chip, crunch with a K... Um, brownie, mm. Neapolitan, oh my gosh, Oreo, and Dale Jr. Who's Dale? What? Oh, like Dale Earnhardt Jr. Correct. Checkered Why? flag. Checkered flag. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For fun, I don't think it probably actually tastes like Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. <laughs> but you know what? None of us would know. So that's true. That's you know. He might actually taste like. Ice cream mm. and chocolate. Can I tell you what I want? I want mm. the variety pack of this. Mm. Bradley's having a moment over there. I mean, I haven't had ice cream for weeks. You guys, they also have minis. That's dumb. I mean, I kind of like that. There's no point. Oh, I think there's such a point. They're snack size. You I don't really want a is. whole thing. You just what? want a little snack. That's lovely. Okay. They also, by the way, Klondike is also the maker of the Choco Taco, which we did a couple years ago. I do, do remember Choco that Tacos. because I had never had a Choco Taco before. That's my favorite, probably, ice cream novelty. Um, It was good. I remember it being very good. Mm. And they have them downstairs at our oh, cafeteria. Yeah, back when we could have those things. Oh, and they make mm. ice cream sandwiches, too. See, the vanilla Klondike, the, the vanilla sandwich, that's the kind of ice cream that we had at my house growing up. Just like the like classic ice cream, sandwich. ice cream sandwich. That's like, it was either that or Dilly Bars. That was the only ice cream confection that we ever really had growing up. So we usually had Klondike bars, oddly. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. That was good. Okay. How many, uh, how many <sighs> Cobras for the Boston cream Klondike bar? I give it a nice, uh, solid four. Holly, three and a half. I'm going to give it a three. That was good. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags. We're going to tell you about them after this on the on the My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And um, we have a name for these celebrities behaving badly. That name is the bags presenting Lord and Lady douchebag of the day. Who's your D bag? The Smith family. Didn't you just make them your D-bag yeah, yesterday? Yeah, they just, you know, the hits keep coming. And uh, oh. apparently on Red Table Talk, mm-hmm. um, Willow opened up about a major struggle in her life. Oh, God. Something tells me it was not major nor a struggle. Quote, 
I, in my own life, struggled with curvier women and curvier girls because they've always gotten more attention from boys that I've liked and have ended up dating the boys that I have liked. That is constantly happening. And me being their friend, but not seeing them look at me in a certain way is tough. To which her mom said, they always see you as like the little sister. They did the same to me, says beautiful, amazing Jada Pinkett Smith. Exactly, said Willow. And then she said, you start to wonder, am I just not desirable? Is my body just not what society likes? It just gets really hard for a lot of girls who aren't curvy. Mm. Then Will, her father, Will Smith, stepped in. uh, Or at least she shared what he said to her when she was in this time of her life where she was struggling with curvier girls. Um, And Will told her that he was happy she wasn't curvy because guys look at curvy girls. And girls who aren't curvy, guys will look at your brain. What? Yeah. He said what? 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 Okay, Willow what? said of her father, he was so happy that I wasn't curvy because guys look at curvy girls. He was like, guys will look at your brain more if you're not curvier. Oh, God. So you're not appealing to men. Physically. Right, right, you're not physically, appeal- <laughs> but, but, but they'll pay attention to your brain. Whereas those other curvy girls, nobody's nobody cares their about their brain because their butts so exactly curvilicious. Okay, I, yeah. Well, okay. I kind of feel bad for her then. I don't want to be down on her life experience oh. if that was like the hardest thing she's gone through. Well, also you if know? her own dad is basically giving her um, body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. 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 I just can't with them anymore. Like, not every single thought or experience needs to be shared or is actually helpful. And also, like, that, uh, yeah. Let's maybe save the word struggle for some actual struggles, by the way. Yeah. Again, they like to they like to tell us what's in their brain. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we asked. Mm-mm. That's in the current episode. So if you want more of that, you can go to their current episode oh, of the Red man. Table Talks. I guess. Oof. And nobody nobody pointed out that perhaps Will uh, Will shouldn't have said those things. No. No, of course not. No, 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 no. Bradley, I don't know if you know the rules of the Red Table. The rules of the Red Table are whatever the Smiths do is right. So nobody ever needs to call anybody else out because. Their world is right and perfect. Done. Thank you. All right. So um, that was the Smith family. Smith Which family. I think Robinson. they've appeared like three or four times this week. Yeah, so I feel like you I'm gonna have to take a Smith break. Are gonna need some Smith breaths, some mm-hmm. deep Smith breaths. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to bring uh, to the fore today for uh, my D bag segment. This story about Jennifer Garner. So it's not really that much about Jennifer Garner because she's not the only one that has run afoul of this. But also because everybody loves Jennifer Garner. So if you if I were to say Jennifer Garner is my D-bag, then everybody's going to be like, oh, my God, how can you call her a D-bag? She's so amazing. She's and America's sweetheart. Uh, but this article from Yahoo Life changed my life forever. Actually, it's from L, but then Yahoo republishes it. So it's the report of the report. Jennifer Garner eats the same breakfast every morning to stay in amazing shape. And whenever I see articles like that, my interest is piqued because I'm like, what lies are they spreading now? Right. 
And so in the article from Elle magazine, and this is a total article that like all of us would just be like, oh, I'm curious. What does Jennifer Garner eat that keeps her so healthy? Is it what I eat? I'm healthy too. Um, I'm just going to cut to the chase and tell you that the secret to her amazing shape is a smoothie. Is it okay? So wow, that's, that's a pretty powerful smoothie. That alone what? is the thing that makes her look so yeah. Her shape beautiful is a smoothie and fresh. Blend some foods in a blender, and you too can have an amazing body. Wow! So this is in- so exciting, you guys! <laughs> All of you who have been struggling with uh, body image and weight. A smoothie is the answer. Yeah, you should. Well, and also, I, I just, I have a bigger beef with smoothies, not beef Ooh, smoothies. A beef smoothie. That'd be kind of nasty. Well, isn't that just called soup? Yeah, or like stew. <laughs> or what comes out the back end. Okay. Um. Aww. So, I want to tell, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Did I, did I run afoul of your sensitivities, your sensibilities? Did I? No. Uh, back to the smoothie in question. So this is this is just lazy, 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 right? Because all the celebrities are like, I eat smoothies and I'm healthy. Smoothies, just to be clear, food. Yeah, just blended. Pureed. So it's literally food. Mm-hmm. It's just food. Liquefied. Liquefied. It's liquefied food. Um, it's what you would eat, say, if you lost all your teeth. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Mush. It's basically baby food. But so, like, in preparation, the story tells us for her upcoming movie role in Peppermint. I don't know what that movie's about, Holly. That was that's already been out. Yeah. Okay. This is a. It says that, in preparation. This is H. from two and a half years ago. No, it's not. It says October 1st. The smoothie recipe is from two and a half years ago because the Instagram is from January 5th, 2018. Well, these So then the D-bag is Yahoo Life and L. Yeah. So L Magazine lied to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because L Magazine published this on October 1st. Okay, so uh, they say in preparation for her role in the upcoming action flick Peppermint, uh, when did that come out? Two, Two years, ago. years ago. Did it really? Yeah. Oh yeah, remember that? I mean, like it, it was it it it. I I don't want to say it was a flop, but it didn't do as well as. Oh no, it was a flop. You can yeah, call okay, it, a flop. it was a flop. So lazy. Okay, Peppermint Garner started working out. Oh, okay. What they're saying is, in preparation for the movie, that's where she learned about her mm-hmm. her smoothie. smoothie. It's not saying for her upcoming role. Right. They're saying when at the it time, was an upcoming it was role. an upcoming role, and to get in shape for that, she started blending. She started her fruit. making smoothies. Now, what I love about this is that it says she started working with celebrity nutritionist Kelly Lavecki. Lavecki is the brains behind Jessica Alba's smoothie. But she also works with Chelsea Handler, (laughs) Emmy Rossum, and Molly Sims on their smoothies, too. Now, she's known for what is called the Fab Four Formula Smoothie. Now, this is a smoothie that is going to contain enough protein, fat, fiber, and greens to keep you full for hours. Okay? Wait, can I pause for a second? We're doing it wrong. We could be making money being celebrities smoothie people. I mean, yeah, because that's what this is doing. She's just like, I will help you with your smoothies. She's doing no, so she's little. Literally, for so celebrity smoothieologist. That's what she is. Yeah. Okay, go on. She says, "I'll start this," and they go back to this time when you know uh, Jennifer Garner started working with Smoothie Lady. 
And she says, I started with her a few months ago to get ready for this movie. And I've had her smoothie every day for breakfast since. And I decided to play scientist and see if my cold-pressed organic puree baby food could be a substitute for flesh, Stop. fresh blueberries. Stop. When I didn't see any in the fridge. And yeah, it's totally cut. So... Now, do you want this like revolutionary smoothie I mean, recipe? I guess it, we have to take it all the way home. Is it right? going to change my life forever? Two scoops of collagen protein powder. Okay. She prefers the chocolate coconut collagen fuel. Which, by the way, good, can I just tell you what collagen protein powder is? Uh, do you know what it is? It's horse hooves. It's literally glue? whey protein with hooves and toenails. So just like a little Elmer's glue, just ooh, toenails. Mm. It's animal toenails um, that are industrially. So like, you know, one piece of that animal goes to make a Barca lounger and the other one goes to your collagen powder. Mm. So that's what that is. Anyway, so two scoops of protein powder. Surprise, not surprised. One tablespoon flaxseed, one tablespoon chia seeds, one tablespoon almond butter and if no one's looking i use extra says jennifer garner one and a half cups of (laughs) boy she lives on the edge one and a half cups of unsweetened almond milk a handful of fresh spinach a small handful of ice excuse me is that not everybody's smoothie recipe i mean it's pretty close flaxseed chia seed almond butter i mean that is like the most vanilla literally pun intended well it says chocolate here Okay, it was a joke, (laughs) and it was a pun. Don't come at me in this moment. Um, It is like the laziest, most basic smoothie, and this woman is known for her revolutionary smoothie. Excuse me? I would expect that your smoothie is going to get up, walk around, and do some jumping jacks. Also, can I... Okay. Like, in general, I know what I like to put in a smoothie when the moment arises right like because there's a time and a place you know where i'm like a smoothie would be great that's a delicious yeah thing in life i look i don't have anything against smoothies right at all (laughs) i want you to have all the smoothies that you are your jam yay but here's my other thing about like the smoothie is okay and i feel the same way about chili so just to be fair i feel the same way about chili takes on chili okay chili and smoothies it's the same thing you generally know what goes in there do you need a recipe like are you no you don't no because most people just throw crap in yeah you can accidentally make a smoothie right like you don't you just know what you like in there and you sort of like guess at your ratios right maybe someday you need an extra punch of the kale so you throw a little more in whatever i need to get my greens this whole like here's my my smoothie recipe no, not only that, it's not just her smoothie recipe. This would be one thing if Jennifer Garner was like, hey, guys, I've just been playing around in the kitchen and I came up with my cool new smoothie recipe. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear? No, this comes again from a woman who gets paid to go to celebrities' homes and dump four things into a blender yeah, again, we and are call doing it, it her wrong. revolutionary smoothie uh, experience. It's called her Fab Four formula. That ain't no formula. That's a Pinterest article. If no one's looking, I use extra. I use extra. Also, I do just have a greater beef with smoothies because in general, they're just big calorie bombs and Mm -hmm. people think they're healthy and they're putting like, you know, 60 grams of sugar in their um, in their smoothie. And they think they're like, oh, my health food. Mm, Also, it's a meal. Like it's an actual like if you're going to do that, that's not to eat with 
It's not your beverage. Also, wouldn't it be more fun to put all those things in a bowl and eat them? Right. I don't know. I like to chew, but sometimes there are times where <laughs> chewing. You have time to chew. Where you're just like, I don't. I'm not in a chewing yeah, space. That's like, why I said I don't want. I, I I don't want you to to unsmoothify your diet. But truly, like if you're. You know, if you're on the go, a smoothie can come in real handy. You can just suck it down while you're... But I am a bigger fan of chewing food because it takes longer. Yeah. Thank you. Also, it's just you get to taste it. Yeah. Because smoothies, the thing thing I hate about smoothies, first of all, they don't come out of the the blender very well. Mm -hmm. And they just go... They do make a big mess, too. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Oh, look. We have another D-bag. Yay! A deep bank double down after this on my talk 1071. Uh, we have a deep bank double down on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, it's time for a deep bank double down. Deep bank! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, this is like the intersection of all the things that have been interesting to us this week. Um, This is a headline from People Magazine. They are my D-bag. The headline goes like this. Rebel Wilson is having even more fun with fashion thanks to her weight loss journey. Journey. Says a source. Oh. So, as we've talked about, this year has been uh, the year of health, according to Rebel Wilson. And she has... Um, lost a significant amount of weight, which is to be commended. Congratulations. Great job. But apparently a source, what does that mean? Well, um, with Rebel Wilson, I would think it's probably coming from inside the house, meaning she or someone connected to her team is publishing this story. Uh, A source is telling People Magazine that Rebel Wilson has been taking advantage of experimenting with her style in a whole new way. Quote, Her health journey has made fashion even more fun for her. And she loves trying new things and new designers and being adventurous. And then we go into one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about eight paragraphs about her new relationship. Oh, any news or insights? No, just, you know, she um, really it's all centered around her fashion. It reminds you that she is living the high life now because she takes private planes to, um, to celebrate the birthday of the Prince of Monaco, Prince Albert. And she, in doing so, was able to fit into a Rene Ruiz collection dress. It was a multicolored dress. It featured a sheer overlay and a high waistline. Oh, that's nice. Um, And then, and then, but it didn't stop there. No, because she continued her fashion streak at another event um, where she wore a, a pink Badgley Mishka v-neck gown with her hairstyle and an elegant updo but guess what I didn't like that outfit probably. there's more um quote and this is by the way what she um what she uh captioned that picture in that pink do quote there's a new princess in town uh anyway she of course this i i forgot we didn't really talk about this the other day when we were talking about their relationship and we were looking at some of the pictures that they posted together, mm-hmm. um, her, that them being her and her new boyfriend and putting that in loose quotes, Jacob Bush. But what do we think about this picture of the two of them out on a balcony? She is wearing some sort of, I don't even know, designer 
like short sleeve sweater and he's just straight up shirtless. Yeah. I mean, these two are trying to get attention big time, evidenced by their uh, social media posts and leaking stuff to tabloids. Because, again, nobody knows about any of these things until they decide to tell the media about them. If they didn't want the media to publish any of these photos, they wouldn't publish the photos on social media and then they wouldn't make things exclusive. And I will remind you that actually those photos of her in the Badgley Mishka gown um, and that other gown, I don't remember the name of it. Uh, those were actually provided to People Magazine originally as exclusive. So that was that was a full-on People mm-hmm. exclusive. So they sold those those photos to uh, People Magazine mm-hmm. to get attention. So this is all just part of their, you know, publationship. Publationship being a relationship for publicity. They both have their own reasons. I kind of, at this point, don't even care what their reasons are for publationship. I think it's probably to help both their careers right oh for sure um but regardless or you know versus some sort of like you know private life that they want to keep hidden i don't i don't know but the moral of the story is this is like full court press to get these two attention yeah and um everybody's taking the bait and i don't know what i think about that that's just that's just what I know. Yeah. The th- and the thing about it is People Magazine has been running essentially the same story, just repurposed with a different headline. To me, it's just lazy. This whole like she lost weight thing. Like, look, I think it's amazing anytime somebody, you know, achieves a personal goal. So if this is a goal for her and this is something she's proud of, then I think she should celebrate it. And on social media, she should talk about it. I think that there's nothing wrong with any of that. Using it, though, as like the thing that gets people to notice you as a celebrity just seems kind of lazy and tired. Right. So like if that's the purpose, if it's to like, I want to get clicks, so I'm going to talk about, you know, weight loss. Well, she's kind of been doing that for like the last two years, actually. Mm -hmm. Like if you go back and trust me, I did this week because I spent a lot of time just digging around the Internet to see what rebel Wilson, like what a rebel wilson is and was and when it comes to tabloid coverage this is not the first go round of her like weight loss journey that we've been on in fact there was a blind item that enti lawyer referenced about her i think she was going to some sort of weight loss clinic or weight loss program like a food mm-hmm. it was not weight loss it was oh, like a food I know what you're talking about is it the the mirror method or the well that's different but yes okay. she did that she allegedly went to this like swiss weight loss clinic okay but before that there was even some like some kind of like food disordered eating situation mm-hmm. thing anyway what i'm saying is this has been a part of her public persona for a long time. And it's not that we're, we're not interested in her private life. I'm saying it seems like a narrative that's pushed by her. Right. And I'm just like, okay, I again, it's awesome for you. But is that really what you want people to be talking about versus your career? Like your actual work. And maybe, I mean, uh, yes. So that's I, just a style point. Uh, opinion. Yeah, and I and I do think. I mean, I think that that's an appropriate question. Like, where is this going to go next? Because I I suspect that some of this is sort of trying to lay the groundwork for her getting some different types of roles. But at some point, the story needs to rest, right? Like then, like 
the story can't the storyline can't always be she used to weigh more and now she weighs less. Yeah. Right? It like, used to it be she to... was the funny fat friend. Yeah. And now she's the like funny she's the ugly duckling who turned into the beautiful swan right. or whatever. Right. And and that's why that's why I made this These, a This is not me saying no. that by the way, just to clarify. This is the storyline in the tabloids. That they're the narrative that they're pushing which is evidenced by this headline in People magazine which is why I made them my D-bag. Rebel Wilson is having more fun with fashion thanks to her weight loss journey as though and this is what I wish we would stop pushing like as a society that like her life was somehow meaningless because she couldn't have fun with fashion it's tired do you remember the last person who had this storyline Adele no but yes but the fun with fashion once she wasn't overweight Chloe no Melissa McCarthy oh yeah totally 100% yes we'll see and I just named a bunch of other people too So, all right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, very serious question. Do you have a favorite burner on your stove? 651-641. Hello, savvy shoppers. Did you know now is the time to save on gifts that shine from Zales? What are you looking for? A great pair of gold hoops? Check. Stackable gold rings and bracelets? Check. $69 diamond stud earrings? They've got them. Right now, you can save 30 to 50% off everything during Zales Black Friday sale. Get the looks at the top of their list this holiday. And whether you shop online or in-store, Zales jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift. Give the gift of shine at Zales, the diamond store. Select collections, watches, and other exclusions apply. Visit zales.com slash TV for details.